This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know what? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, as mentioned earlier in this show, Andy Russell is a charter member of the new Hall of Honor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers announced the creation of the Hall last week, and Andy is one of 27 guys chosen for the inaugural class, joining, among others, Steel Curtain teammates Joe Green, Jack Hamm, Jack Lambert, and Mel Blunt. Now, Andy spent 12 seasons with the Steelers, enduring the hard times of the 1960s, and then celebrating the good times of the 1970s with his two Super Bowl rings. He served as defensive captain of that Steel Curtain for his final 10 seasons, went to seven Pro Bowls, and now achieves his greatest honor ever. He's with us, Andy <laughs> Russell. Thanks for being here. Hey, it's good to, good to be on. I, I look forward to it. Andy, you played on the Pittsburgh teams that won only two games in 1968 and one in 1969. The Steelers hired Chuck Nolan, drafted Joe Green in 1969, then drafted Terry Bradshaw in 1970. When did you get the sense that this thing was finally turning around and that the Steelers were on their way to becoming the NFL's team of the decade for the 1970s? Well, as you pointed out, uh, in '69, uh, we 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 got the best player we ever had, which was Joe Green. I mean, he changed the whole thing. Terry Bradshaw was a, one of the best uh, quarterbacks I've ever seen, and uh, he was he he came in '70. But it was really later uh, um, in the early '70s that uh, things seemed to turn around because you know the two guys can't win everything, but. Uh, yeah, you know, we all of a sudden we had Franco Harris and Lynn Swan and Stallworth and Hammond Lambert and you know all kinds of uh, uh, guys and um, really good players. Too many good players to to mention everyone. Now you were one of those, of course, and you were a 16th round pick in 1963, but you certainly beat the odds to make the Steelers. You intercepted three passes, I believe, as a rookie, but then you didn't play in '64 or '65. Uh, you spent two years, I believe, in in Germany fulfilling your um, a military commitment. And you were a lieutenant, so people were saluting you pretty good. At any time during those two years overseas, did you think, hey, maybe this is it? Maybe my NFL career is just slipping, going to slip away, and by the time I get back, it'll be over? Well, you know, the, the 16th draft choice was, was something that happened because my father, uh, who was a corporate executive, made me uh, promise I would never play pro football. Because it would humiliate the Russell family to have a son play a game for a living. You got to be a worker. He's yelling at me from Brussels, Belgium. But uh, uh, it, you know, then then I um, made the team and got and had, and had to go in the military. I had to do that. It was something I had committed to. Uh, well, I it really happened. It was a good thing because we had division level football over there, and you know the divisions had were twenty five thousand men each. And uh, I uh, got to be the captain and the coach of the defense. And being the coach of the defense was really something that helped me a lot because I had to know what every single player was doing on the field. And, you know, I had, I had to be a coach. And uh, it was uh, pretty good. And then I got some um, people, you know, helping me in, 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 as far as the Steelers were concerned because they – the, the newspaper called the Stars and Stripes Army newspaper picked me as the M- MOP in the USA, Europe, and Japan, <laughs> which was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're speaking with former linebacker and the MOP in Europe, USA and Japan, Andy Russell, on the Talk of Aim Network. And you can find us at talkofaimnetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkofaimnet. And Andy, that, that steel curtain defense we talked about and it was assembled in the 1970s, it's considered certainly one of the great defenses, if not the greatest ever. Just wondering, when, when you're standing there in the huddle with guys like Joe Green, Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, was there a feeling of invincibility on that defense? In other words, that the game belonged to you and not the opposing offense? Yes, uh, that's a very good question. And I would say it, we, we did feel that way because, uh, you know, we all of a sudden had this tremendous uh, number of great players who could make things happen, you know, make the make the make all the plays that they needed to make. And, uh, you know, we, we had uh, in the, one, one season we had five shutouts. Uh, in the last nine holes, in the last nine um, teams, games. And then we also uh, held two teams, held a single field goal. So those, that was the seven games. And, you know, that's kind of unbelievable defense that you don't see in today's game because I think today's game, they've, they've kind of made it, uh, they didn't want to see defense like that. And, you think? And uh, I, think the, I think the NFL... Uh, they wanted to see offense. Right. Andy, how would your defense have fared in today's game where you can't hit the quarterback, you can't hit the receivers, and the offensive linemen are allowed to hold? Yeah, well, that's uh, we would have uh, had some d- d- uh, more difficult uh, things to do. But, um, you know, we, we, uh, we're, we're, we're a very aggressive uh, team with Joe Green and uh, all, the, all those players I've mentioned. And uh, we uh, did not struggle to, to, to keep people, you know, from scoring a lot, of, a lot of points. And as long as our offense was um, as good as they, they, they were, you know, we had, you know, guys like uh, Lynn, Franco Harris and Lynn Swan and Stallworth and, you know, all those really terrific players on the offense as well as Ibrachov, as well as uh, the, the good defensive players, you know, uh, Hammond Lambert and I made the 24 Pro Bowl record for the NFL. And, of course, I told him that if, if I hadn't been in uh, Germany for two years active duty, I might have got a couple more, you know. <laughs> but, you know, the ego is a terrible thing. But, uh, uh, you know, they, and Lambert had nine, Ham had eight, and I had seven. Uh, you know, it's funny because many people think your 1976 defense, even though you didn't win the Super Bowl that year, uh, I was out with the Raiders that season, and they were happy to see all those injured players that you had <laughs> playing in the playoff game. But a lot of people think that was actually your best defense. You you pointed out some of the stats of the, the five shutouts and, and the two single field goals. What was the magic of that team, and was it a great disappointment to uh, have such a great uh, defense and not get to the final game? Oh, it was it was a terrible uh, feeling. I mean, uh, the, the the Raiders were an excellent football team. We 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 had a great respect for them, and uh, we knew they weren't going to be an easy uh, win on our our part. But uh, you know, uh, we we were that game was close, and it could have gone either way. And you know, you know, it was just very interesting. We're speaking and- with former linebacker Andy Russ on the Talk of Fame Network. And Andy, uh, I want to follow up on that question about the the, the defense and. The, the guys who are on it. Um, you've got nine Hall of Famers from that team, not on, just on defense, offense and defense uh, of, of the 1970s, including four on the defensive side of the ball. But there, there really is a strong contention from Pittsburgh that Elsie Greenwood, for instance, Donnie Shell, and you all deserve stronger consideration from Canton than you've received. 
it does seem strange, yeah, I must admit. A, that's a rumor we started. Yeah, well, it's a good one because we agree. It does seem strange a linebacker went to seven Pro Bowls. You've never been discussed as a Hall of Fame finalist? I mean, first off, do you think about the Hall of Fame? Do you think about it? And, and secondly, do you believe it is the numbers issues for the franchise? Because Mel Blunt said as much. Um, the, the voters have decided nine is enough. Well, that, that may be true. I don't know, I don't know if, what, what, the, what that w- would, would be. But, uh, you know, the, the, the Hall of Fame is something that we, we all look at a huge honor, and we, we would, of course, love that. Uh, you know, I, I remember um, about one time they, they, they came up with the uh, all-pro squad of the 70s, and I, was, I made that first string on that, and uh, that was something that was, done, that was voted on by the Hall of Fame committee. Do you think about the Hall of Fame? Do you think you belong? Do you think you deserve more consideration than you've been given? Well, um, I would say probably more consideration, uh, you know, but, but uh, I, I, you know, you mentioned uh, other players that, that deserve it, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm open to that, things like that. Andy Clark mentioned the Hall of Honor top of the segment. Some familiar names from Steeler history were left out of the inaugural class, such as Heinz Ward, Alan Fanuck, and Bill Nunn. So how much of an honor was it for you to be included in the charter class? Well, you know, it was it was a, a big honor. Uh, there there's 27 uh, players that were in the Hall of Fame, Hall of Honor, excuse me. And um we we uh, all of us who who made it uh felt, you know, good about it, but you know, obviously those the players that you mentioned that didn't make it, I think they'll probably get included in future years soon. You know, there's a famous line from Chuck Noll when he was cutting players. I always love this. He used to supposedly say, it's time for you to get on with your life's work. Did Chuck have to tell you to get along with your life's work? I mean, it sounds like your dad told you to get along with your life's work before you ever got along with your life's work. So uh, what did he say to you when the time came? Well, he called me in. I had uh, announced that I was going to uh, retire from the game. I was 76. I was, I think, 36, 37 years old. And it was it was time, you know. I, was, I had my business and so forth, and uh, but I got a I got a call from Coach Noel, and, and they they said he wanted me to come into his office and talk to him. So I went in, and he said that he wanted me to play two more years and and still be the captain. So for I would have been the captain for 12 years, and I said uh, no, sir. I'm going to seek my life's work. <laughs> and, he start, and he started laughing because I was the first player to ever do that. <laughs> That's great. Well, Andy, and we're speaking with former Pittsburgh linebacker Andy Russell here on the Talk of Fame Network. Andy, we had Phil Villapiano on here about a year, year and a half ago, and we asked about the Immaculate Reception. He goes, oh, you mean the Immaculate Deception? You were there, and because this is a fair and balanced show, you were there, so we want to get it from the other side of the line of scrimmage. You probably had as good a view as anyone from the Pittsburgh sideline. Catch or no catch by Franco? Well, you know, I, I, I do think it, it was a, a, an accurate catch. Uh, first of all, it was uh, who, the ball was, was, was knocked back, uh, you know, was, was quite honorable on that. And then, and then Franco, uh, he was right in front of me. I was standing right on the sideline, and I thought the ball was gonna was gonna be, you know, be wouldn't wouldn't be a a, a a reception. And I hung my head. I didn't so I didn't see it myself. But uh, I have seen films since then 
one that showed that, that Franco did catch it and did not the ball, the ball did not hit the ground when he took it. So uh, I would say it was a it was a immaculate reception, not a deception. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, since you retired, there have been 23 new stadiums built for NFL teams, including Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. Let me take you back a second to the 70s, though. How much did Three Rivers Stadium as a home field contribute to the aura of the Steelers? Uh, I have to say it was a huge, uh, you know, change because we, we were used to playing uh, at the at the uh, Pirate uh, Field, Forbes Field. Uh, that was the baseball field. So that's where we played our games uh, on Sundays. And then also we we played in Pitt University Stadium. So Three Rivers was an awesome, you know, new thing, and we all loved it. Andy, we loved this conversation. Unfortunately, time's up. But thanks so much for joining us, and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the the, the call. Thanks, Thanks, Andy. That was former Steelers great Andy Russell, now a member of the Steelers Hall of Honor. Up next is the two-minute drill. This is the Talk of Fame Network. This is Robert. Some of you know me as Dr. Doom Brazil, and we're on the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hi, this is Morton Anderson, and you're listening to Rick, Ron, and Clark, uh, the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, this is Art Shell, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to Grasshopper.com. This is Adam Gaze, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. 